Under the leadership of that hardy woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Don't to be pretty like me. I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Have I told you you people are crazy? This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that our call letters will be W-O-K-T when we hit the airwaves. Today's title is, I Think, Therefore, A-M. I am your host, Brent Taylor. Across the studio is the across to my down in the great podcasting puzzle, Jason Donner. Uh, that, that's really, that's really touching. That's really nice. That's probably his... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, most confusing, sweetest one yet. <laughs> yeah, normally Crossword it's some kind of an insult, right? Do our names do that somewhere? I uh, bet you could probably make it work. Yeah, W-O-K-T, the woke station. <laughs> you, yeah, you, <laughs> you got it. you realize what you've done, Brent? Uh, well, that just gives us a certain <laughs> level of credibility out there. W-O-K-T, I haven't <laughs> thought of that before. Um, yeah, that's a nice one with the puzzle. So, but, wait a minute. Let's wait, we're gonna, Give me like eight minutes. He hates when I do this. <laughs> this is the first of the ninth season. Season nine. So, we kind of do these like 20 a year like 10 and 10 yeah so it's about four years or whatever it is yeah, yeah. four years yeah yeah so it's a little deceptive we have not done it for a decade no but still but for a, a while lot. yeah for and a here while. we are doing nine yeah any it's, plans to stop uh we have not made any plans to okay. stop just yet <laughs> now, you, okay. you might say otherwise and that might be a different <laughs> story but uh we have no we just keep going I for some reason that like i was gonna wait it out then quit maybe after year seven, but here I sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how it works with a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I, I would I'm never do bored. that more than I, four yeah. years. And oh yeah, you do it a lot of years. With us today is a very special guest, Paducah Life Magazine Associate Editor J.T. Crawford. Awesome! Thank you for having me. Thank you for being part of it. You are the main event, as we said. So yes. this is a well, seat of honor. <laughs> I uh, I um, messaged him on Instagram to say, "Come do this. Talk about your topic." Uh, that's about it, right? Yeah, I've I've never been called the main event before, but I'm okay main with event. that. And it's gonna be your nickname yeah, after this. And no, it, there's a little sound that goes with it too. <laughs> and if this is the point where you jump the shark, don't blame me. So oh, we did that last season. So oh, okay. we, uh, all right, we're season cruising along four. now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the main event will examine the rise of early radio in Kentucky Yeah. as one of your pet projects. Our bonus material will feature a Kentucky food and beverage tasting. And along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support Old Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. Explosives, the largest stock in Kentucky. We have blasting powder, dynamite, coal light, Duraville, fuses, blasting caps, whatever you need. We're the Delaware Powder Company in Pineville, Kentucky. Mm hmm. So. I kept trying to figure out do I know that voice? I'm sorry. Oh, you know that voice. All right. Just, you know that voice. And I, okay. it actually puts a little touch of irony into this whole explosives ad. The person that you chose to do that, who I don't quite know for sure yet, yes. has Hint. something to do with explosives. Uh, possibly ran across them in his previous career, yes. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was an assistant okay. chief of police. <laughs> If yes. that helps you. Uh, I thought that might be Gary. Yay! You and get it. it was Gary. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you got it. You guessed right, it. Right, because they're always diffusing those bombs all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but how about that? Uh, just come on down, get some dynamite and blasting powder. Yeah. We solicit your mail orders. <laughs> he didn't say that part, Whoa. but it says it in the ad. No way. They can't wow. do that. Dynamite by mail. What could go wrong? Mm, business is booming. <laughs> I love it. You right. are now the official best guest of the season so far. <laughs> it just took one line, right? It's just one to, line. We've only done it for like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it can go south. Yeah, that, like back then, they, you know, you needed some dynamite to just blow old stumps out of your pasture. Uh, you know it. Pasture. You got to rock out you there. You can just buy dynamite. Yeah. That's it. Sure. Even into the 70s, I was just reading about... Um, someone that was a kind of a domestic um, uh, terrorist, uh, you know, they, they were building a bomb, it's kind of a famous case, and it went off, like, while they were working on it, uh. but they had just gone to a different state, bought some dynamite, like, lots of dynamite, like, took down a condo. <laughs> and that's anyway. why we can't anyway. have anything nice. That's why that came to an yeah, end. Now, so, now yeah. I can't buy blasting yeah. powder. <laughs> Yeah, they always ruin it for everybody, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And now you got to dig your stump out with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, all of you, all of us were like uh, younger children, boys, they call them, uh, earlier. Weren't you fascinated with dynamite, like fire? Oh, rifles, yeah. M80s, like stuff like that. Like that. Yeah. On. yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Bugs all the Bunny dynamite on Bugs Bunny. He's a big part of that. But it was, I wanted to use it. I especially wanted to lay it out like in a line and set it on fire. Mm -hmm. Do you ever try to do that? Oh, yeah. I would take 22. <laughs> this is so bad. I would take my dad's like 22 bullets that would just be sitting around in the garage, vice, and then just pop the, the bullet off. And then I, it was a tiny bit of gunpowder. I could roll it out, light it. It was fun. It was fine. Yeah, I don't, don't think I was, I was quite was, that no, brave. I, I, I never pulled that stunt. <laughs> oh, he didn't know about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's it's just that's fascinating to think you can just turn it, boom, especially firecrackers. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta love those explosives. And he still has all his fingers. That's that's impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that means you were an expert. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a really small amount of gunpowder, especially when it's not contained so you know it was just like a little ash <laughs> so finger safe is that what you're telling us yeah uh-huh all right okay <laughs> now for the moment we've all been waiting for the main event All right, JT, this is your time to shine. So uh, you have always been obsessed with radio. Yeah, I grew up uh, kind of as an only child, had a AM transistor radio, and that was my connection with the outside world and had a fascination with it since I was probably about five, six years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really early on. Well, so. Yeah, and depressing, isn't what it? What did you listen to <laughs> when you were a pirate? Well, uh, at that time, I only got two AM stations, and of course, yeah. FM was pretty prominent, so I got two oldie stations. That well, was all was I got. No so. FM on your radio? No, no. That little transistor radio it's came from my only dad, only AM. <laughs> so I grew up thinking that music from the 50s and 60s were, yeah, that was brand new yeah. as far as I was concerned. Uh, that just so. is music, right? Yeah, yeah. So. What, what is this? your rhythmics you're talking about I don't understand <laughs> yeah i was i was probably about 10 years old before i realized hey there's new music right so yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's probably about the time that people start listening to popular music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The older kids are listening to. But you already knew all about Michael Jackson, so that was cool. Yeah, well, I guess that was probably about the same time. Yeah. The Jackson Five, right? Interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell a story about his research on the Jacksons. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I guess you really came along at a time when. AM was almost dead before it kind of made a little comeback. Yeah, um, there were two oldie stations in Paducah: WKYX, WPAD. Uh, WPAD even went back into the 1940s with some of their music, so um, it really flavored what I liked and what I like now, what I grew up with. Right. So Yeah. Oh yeah, which uh, you're exposed to your parents. Older siblings listen to. Yeah, yeah. You You have to love it because you rode around the car that way. Yeah, so, you know, here I'm listening to Motown, you know, stuff like that. My dad listened to Elvis, which Elvis was gone by then, so, uh, you know. Yeah, but you love it now because they kept playing. Yeah, all all that was brand new to me, so it was was great, so. Yeah, that's interesting. So so then you kind of... Kind of came along. You um, went to school and did the communication path. I guess. Yeah. Did you want to be on yeah. the radio? Uh, <laughs> was that the goal? Well, yeah. Do I do I admit this in person? <laughs> um, I wanted to be on the radio. So my very first job when I was 15 was actually at WKYQ in Paducah, uh, but I wasn't on the radio. I was the rabbit. So um, okay. I was a mascot. Uh, yeah. I was a mascot. Someone's got to do it. So, well, never, and that's also the way to backdoor your way into connections and all the rest, right? So, I thought yeah. so, but it never worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so th- they wanted me in that rabbit suit, and that was about it. But uh, <laughs> that was my experience with actual working in radio was as a mascot. So Okay, yeah. so then, then you went along later, and you said, well, I want to research this. Yeah, I was at uh, Murray State University, and I was taking a class, and we were uh, looking into some uh, history projects, and really what we wanted to do was to maybe uncover uh, a story that hadn't been told before, and the prevailing idea was that WPAD was the first radio station in Paducah, Mm -hmm. and for the life of me, I can't remember how I discovered it, but I found out that there was actually one radio station that came along eight years before WPAD went on the air, and it was almost the first radio station in Kentucky. Uh, only a few days probably separated it and the first radio station in Kentucky. And that's a little bit impressive because the other one's in Louisville. Yes, WHAS. Yeah, it's still around. Still on the air. Still prominent. Yes, yes, yes it yeah. is. And, and then the one in Paducah was... The one in Paducah was WIAR, and it was owned by Rudy's Department Store. Oh yeah, so, prominent in the twenties, especially they had they had the high end department store goods and right, yeah. right. And people weren't making uh, a living really at doing radio at the time. There wasn't really a commercial viable business model for doing radio. So their business model was: is we have radio receiving sets, we have kits where you can build your own radio receiving sets. So come down, get your stuff, and then go home and listen to your local radio station. Oh yeah, that's what that's yeah. why you have a uh, you invent television so you can sell television sets. Yes, yes. Yeah. So Rudy's plan was yeah. to be on the radio so yeah. they could sell radios, <laughs> which was brilliant, really. So that, that's not yeah. bad for local marketing, right? No, no, not at all. So 
And it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, th- I think they had a good time with it. It didn't broadcast, you know, 24-7 like they do now. It was just a, a couple of hours a day, but it made uh, headline news in Paducah for, for several weeks when it hit, hit the airwaves. Well, sure, because that's going to be a so. sensation, right? Oh, Have absolutely. you heard this yet? It's a brand new thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, what they, year was that? 1922. So 1922. July of 1922, WIAR went on the air, um, and they were had their studio right there in the department store on Broadway. Live so. from the window in downtown <laughs> Paducah. Right. I'm waving at you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see me? On a, on a side note, later on, WPAD, um, Rudy's did some sponsorships, and they actually had special announcements from the toiletries section at Rudy's department store. I and I, to this day, I have no idea what those special announcements were, but I would love to know. So. <laughs> like Perfume, live just, 5% off. <laughs> yeah, he just walked down the hall, kind of a, like an early live remote. Yeah, Again, yeah. We got the toiletries, come on down. Yep. Homemade radios, slap it together. Tune in next week. (laughs) See what we're selling next. Uh, You know, early radio back then, uh, I always wondered about like they had. There were national shows and national performances. How did that work to get a show that was being produced in New York City? I mean, they're all just uh, on vinyl and mailed. Well, shipped uh, somehow to the radio, they play it next week. In the earliest days uh, with WIAR, everything was live. They did everything in studio with local talent. Okay. Um, later on, I say later on, the station only lasted about a year, but um, they did play recorded music, um, I guess off 78s at the time. Um, okay. But everything was pretty much done live Even in the studio. All the music so. was live. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it was, I mean, I had uh, in my notes here, uh, there were every day, they had announcements of who was playing uh, on on the air, and one day it was Emma Greer Horn of the Palmer Chocolate Shop, you know, uh, and she was coming in. The and actual chocolate shop? She was that just a nifty name. I, I, I think I that think was the actual chocolate <laughs> shop in Paducah. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. So th- I, you know, of course, I, my assumption is is more people were playing instruments, singing back then, as you had to entertain yourself for the most part because you didn't have radio until that moment. And they could bring in, you know, your cousin Merle or whoever, and they could get on the air, play the guitar, play the piano, sing some songs. And so most everything was done live. So there for about a year, Paducah was just a giant karaoke city. (laughs) Pretty much. And they would solicit in the newspaper. They would solicit for people to come in. Can you do this? Can you do that? Um, And we'll let you on the air. Well, there was people that are willing to perform. Always. You know, there's always some singers. They'd be like, would you come and sing? Absolutely. Yeah. I want to do that. Open yeah. mic, right? Yeah, there's always some. Yep. Yeah, and uh, there were some interesting moments, though, I think, because, you know, we always assume that most of it would be singing, performing. Um, the uh, Paducah Radio Club, which actually formed that year, they wanted to ha- do a takeover night, and their goal was to broadcast Southern culture to the rest of the United States because yeah. you could hear this station for a long distance. Yeah. And once they figured out that, hey, people around the country can hear us, we want to share our Southern culture. Yeah. And I think one of the most unique things that I read about 
was a night where they did a square dance on the air, so you could hear the square dance calling. And then they had a, a few guys come in, they gave them a little bit of alcohol, some rolls of nickels, and they had them play craps on the air. Um, <laughs> and, gonna, yeah. Have a fist fight. Which, yeah. nickels right here, Poker and Paducah. Which is, I mean, I guess it was the banter that went back and forth. Um, they, um, you're bluffing. But you well, kind of like, were there rules? Could you just put whatever you wanted on the area? Pretty much, pretty much. I there mean, were no just, official rules until yeah, until too later early. on. So too yeah. early. Yeah. yeah, you're ahead of the rule book. Yeah. So they they quoted them, you know, and and I hear some of these things occasionally today. But you know, baby needs a new pair of shoes. You know, mama's got to buy some groceries as they would roll the dice and uh, sure. stuff. Like yeah, that, yeah. and uh, and there's like this is a question I know the answer to, but there's no recording. No, any of this, no, right? unfortunately, and it kills me that we yeah, can't hear that. hear some of these things <laughs> that took place. I mean, people playing craps on the radio that had to, and it was reported as a success the next day in the newspaper. Yeah, so they <laughs> were happy with it. Did they read news too? Yes, yes, I, and I don't know that they did so much at at WIAR in the early days. Um, the station actually had two owners, even though it only lasted a year. Um, halfway through its life, it was sold to the Paducah Sun, uh, the local newspaper. So they had content. They could read baseball yeah. scores. They could read the right. newspaper on the air. Yeah, so just read yeah. Their own stories. Yeah. It was almost like a match made in heaven, right? <laughs> right, right. You, you've got all this just pre-written stuff that you were going to already have anyway. Which then you start to see, you know, in the early days of radio, how they were figuring out that this is a media entity, and we need to have content to put on the air, not just bring some people in and gather them around a right. microphone, you know? Sure. So You mean winging it is not a <laughs> business model? <laughs> It's a big deal. People could hear things that weren't, you know, you didn't need a wire anymore. You right. You could be somewhere right. else. You could be out there and you, can, you don't know who's listening, but uh, you can kind of send messages, music, whatever. And that uh, was, you know, for me as a kid, that was my fascination. And it was probably, I think it was the same fascination yeah. people in the 20s had, is here I am in my room alone, and yet I've got this outside world kind of being poured in, and I have access to something else out there. Yeah, it was there fascinating. Was, there was no other version of that for them. No. Uh, there's live performing that wouldn't be at home. Right. I guess they had records. There's no other way to hear another voice except for someone in the house. Right. Pretty so much that was that'd it. Be a big deal. Yeah, this is the dawn of, you know, mass media uh, outside of print. So uh, well, since since we brought it up, is radio dead now? <laughs> what a bummer, right? Uh, yeah. Hundred years, you're done. Yeah, it's not you know not what it used to be. Yeah. I know you know in the '90s, '80s, '90s, I you really saw a downturn with pure satellite programming. Yeah. You know everything being pre-recorded, all that. I there's been a good shift, I think, back to what radio was, um, although it's not a hundred percent there, nor probably will it get there at this point. But, do you um, ever listen to the radio? I do, actually. Um, yeah. Just because I'm a fan of radio and I like to hear what's going on right. um, on the, the local stations. And you hear more and more local programming taking place nowadays than you did even maybe 15, 20 years ago. So. Jason and I like to listen to WKMS. Right, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> Which Good point. Actually, and WKMS, amazingly, is probably you, the only station around here that is 
really close to what radio was in the, oh, probably yeah. the 1930s. Right, it's, it's always got yeah. that, that flavor of like um, an earlier time. They do it's bring in... Old, and they play old-fashioned things. Yeah, and they bring in live musicians still. Imagine that. So. We got this podcast, old, old Kentucky Tales. We yeah. went old like, right at the beginning. <laughs> it's old. <laughs> that's right. Don't even bother with it. Don't even bother. Uh, okay. Yeah, that sounds really neat. Well, it would be nice if WKMS would maybe, I don't know, take one of our podcasts and play it on the radio. How about that? That's an idea. I'll cut this out later. <laughs> <laughs> you know? what, so 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 next would it be so hard to take those podcasts next you're going 2 a.m <laughs> play them here's what i'm expecting i'm expecting you to turn to the microphone uh, speak directly into it and say chad if you're listening chad. oh i think he got it i think he's still listening to every one of these i bet he is he's a nice guy he probably would like to know what we're doing too uh, on oh, NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Can't be making app. people look bad. That's yeah, yeah. So we should probably <laughs> review it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, little kids, too. I, I don't know. Every little kid, I think, or a teen, every teen wants to be on the radio. Oh, yeah. You want to be able to hear yourself on the radio or have people tune in and, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I did get one on-air shift on WKYQ like while I was there late, from mid midnight <laughs> to 6 a.m. on Christmas morning. Oh, so, wow. yeah, the only folks listening to me were the employees at the hospitals. That was about it, but <laughs> yeah. it was fun. Um, uh, when was that? What year would that have been? Ooh, 1992, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that yeah. is too much because I did, like, the exact same thing. Your whole story about wanting to be on the radio. I called them up. Let, can I do it? They gave me like 1 a.m. Yeah. And I yeah. drove. They was like, I hated it already. I was like 22 years old. Almost the same thing. Hmm. Yep. I had my one shot at fame. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's like his, his story is uh, all the same. When yeah. did you go to college at Murray State? Well, I went and then I went back. Yes, okay. I did. I well, did. But this, I, I did this paper in 2004. Okay. So, yeah. All right. And since then, you've done a lot with it, right? Uh, wasn't there a, a documentary? That was, yeah. Before I graduated from Murray, I did do a documentary. Um, it's on YouTube. Just look up History of Paducah Radio. It'll come up. Um, and there's, really? a, okay. there's a there's a yeah, documentary no. on this. There's a lot of interesting stories. I know you guys don't have time to get into everything. Um, oh, we've got time. Yeah, give us five anyway. <laughs> well, I'll give you one. I'll give you two more. Two more interesting stories. Yeah. So WIAR, um, there was a guy in town named Joe Allen, and he was, as they said in the newspaper, an expert imitator of birds and animals. So they bring him in, and he puts on a program called Kentucky. Coon Hunt, where he is the sole performer. He is the hunter, the dogs, I assume the coon. I don't know what kind of sounds they make. Yeah. I don't know about birds at night, but mm-hmm. he, he, did, he did all of that. So Kentucky Coon Hunt um, was this one-man performance of a hunter and animals live on the air. Yeah. So, so just like a the comical... A guy who got his chance to be on the radio and yeah, do this. Yeah, act. yeah. It was probably real corny, but, you know, uh, I would love to hear it. Sure I would love to hear enough. that. So, I'm thinking Warner Brothers ripped that off. That sounds awfully familiar, <laughs> right? One what? guy uh-huh. doing all the voices, uh, and there's a hunter and a wascally wabbit. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, what's it, what's it, is it Robin Williams? What is this? <laughs> 
No, it's Jonathan Winters. Yeah. It's Jonathan Winters. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. you talked about uh, Mel Blank. Yeah. That's a big part of your childhood, too, right? Oh, yeah. Just that word, Mel, Mel Blank and Frizz Freeling. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> I was watching it this morning. Oh. Not alone. There were little kids there. But I want them to know Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. I want them oh, to yeah. know all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I got the that big was, edition they, that's got yeah. all the episodes in Good. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. I want people. Because they're, do, they, you know, they're dominated by so many other uh, choices. So I just want that in there. That's fine. You know, They can live in 2020. It's totally fine. But... Um, yeah, I still want them to know what uh, that means. Why oh, yeah. coyote? Super genius. That was an essential part of my Saturday mornings, of for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I call it that, no matter what day it is. I'll, I'll say to them, "All right, let's watch some Saturday morning cartoons." Yeah, and everything that was on Saturday morning was just a build-up to Looney Tunes. Yeah, that that's, was the, that's yeah. true, right? You mm -hmm. you kind of sit through the Smurfs or whatever, yeah, and then yeah. okay, here's the real thing. Yeah, that was it. That was the peak. Yeah, we're watching the Smurfs too. <laughs> Boomerang is good for that. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that was Joe Allen, and then you had another story like so that? So Joe Allen, yeah, and WIAR, it eventually went off the air because, for one, um, the studio was unair conditioned. They had it padded with wool blankets from uh, World War One, uh, you know, excess army right. surplus there. And if you're doing things live, it was extremely hot. I mean, just imagine being in here without air conditioning in the summer. 93 so, degrees. So they decided to take a break for the summer, and they said, we'll be back in the fall, and it never came back without any explanation. But, of course, it wasn't making any money. It was probably more of a headache yeah. than anything else. Like this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I make all kinds of money around here. <laughs> How much money have you made off of this so far? Zero. Uh, fake. So fake history sponsors <laughs> pay good money. Oh, right. To get their spot in here. <laughs> That's I how think it works. We go really nice together with a local uh, brewery. I think. Mm. Kentucky Tales. Oh, yeah. Sit down and have a sip of whatever Granddad's Paducah juice. So this is where you are going to speak directly into the microphone and say, hey, Paducah Beer Works. Uh, did we stop doing that? Uh, Paducah Beer Works? Yeah, that'd be great. It wouldn't even take that much. I don't even know what the, how would that work, radio? Sell an ad. Can we just sell an ad? Can I? I'll do it I think under, it's I'll complicated it because of the... I'm going to uh, do it for cash. I'll just keep bringing it up. Anyway. Or for beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, recently I went take to a lot of beer. Uh, Chong's. They have four <laughs> exciting locations, Brent. Um, Product Chong, placement. Chong's. There you go. Product yeah. placement. I did it. Was that the other story? Did you tell the other story? Well, no. The, oh. the other story. Um, WPAD did come along uh, eight years later, and it's still in existence as a broadcasting station. Um, but by then, there really was a business model, and it was advertising, you know, advertiser-supported. Um, but you you had to do whatever you had to do to get the attention of your listeners. So in the 1950s, the height of the Cold War, the owner of WPAD, uh, Pierce Lackey, he had a bomb shelter put in his backyard. And the civil... Um, Civil defense. defense, yes. I was going to say civil air patrol. I, my brain's been in airplane mode. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, civil defense. Uh, they were curious if uh, a husband wasn't at home and the mom was home with the kids, what would happen to the mom and the kids if they had to live in the bomb shelter without dad for a while? And Pierce Lackey said, hey, 
I've got I'm one. Go find out. Yeah, Pierce Lackey said I've got one. Really? I've got a daughter and she has kids. Let's stick them in the shelter for uh, a week. Okay. So reality yeah. TV. So exactly. So, so Jane Jane Blaine, his daughter, and her two sons lived in a bomb shelter for a while, and their only connection to the outside world was regular broadcasts on WPAD. Yeah. So. Uh, wow, okay. That's kind of neat. We should talk about bomb shelters, too. That whole thing, <laughs> you know, that whole thing is, is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so hey, how long did they do it? I think they were in there for a little over a week, if I remember right. Oh, God, I could um, be alone for a week easily. Well, I think it was okay, ex- except she was with her two young boys. I think one was five at the time. Oh, man. Uh, side story is she said that they gave her liquid tranquilizers if if she needed them on the boys, which I don't think she actually used them at all. Uh, but she came, <laughs> no. Just in case. She no. came out and her first word to describe the experience was depressing. So, yeah. yeah. It's, again, only you can talk to someone or you can start singing. That's it. <laughs> right. Until we had radio. Right, right. Well, we're going to pay a few bills around here. And to do that, our sponsor for this part of the program is the Hickman Hardware Company. No is the answer. It has been the custom of a good many of our patrons in the past years to ask for an extension of time on their notes and accounts. Consequently, we have been forced to carry over a great many to the following year. It is a hard luck story, so they tell us, without an exception. If a man's credit was hardly par, credit was given, and we got busy and bled our credit to the core in order to accommodate all you. Okay. Now, there was never in the history of this country such high prices as you are getting for everything you raise. (laughs) And in view of this fact, there will be no extensions this year. And we will expect settlement in this and next month. We have no objections to a man buying an automobile and paying high for gasoline, but we do object to a man doing this and not meeting his obligations at this store. Yours truly, the Hickman Hardware Company. (laughs) Again, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Everybody's ruining it. That's someone with, like, this has been dwelling on them for a while. How angry were they when they wrote this copy? (laughs) Really long, really big old slam. This would have been, uh, you know, I won't make the Facebook comparisons, but this is this, the hard way to say, ah, we're sick of this. You bums, pay your bills. They're not going to extend it anymore. What's it? Why did they bring up the car, though? You got because, a car, why can't yeah, you pay yeah, your bills? Yeah, yeah, you took out all this credit, and yeah. now I see you driving down the road driving. in a car <laughs> in the year 1919. We don't have a car. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a car yet. You're driving the car. <laughs> Yeah. And I found it fascinating. This is in all caps. <laughs> this might be the first like yeah, yeah. burn. Yeah, really. And the thing is, is it's not like a letter that you write and then you get it out of your system and you never <laughs> send because it had to go through a lot of hoops to make it to that point. Yeah, this is so, not the right. You can't just type it. They were mad enough to see that through to the end. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> write it. Write it. Discuss it. You know, wait for it to get printed up. What do you think about this, Bill? (laughs) And then, like, isn't there an advertising editor or or something where they they kind of uh, clear it? I mean, that language is, like, of the day. You know, it's a flowery, like, confusing. 
Um, it's too verbose, but um, maybe they never even read it. Did maybe they? this was okay back then too. Maybe this is a little bit more okay. It could be this just uh, hateful to, mm. to people if you wanted to print it. And they're like, sure. I mean, you pay, we'll print that. Thing. We always have this notion that people were much harder back then. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, anyway, that's a good one. You found a good one. <laughs> I, I thought you would like that one. Yeah. I, I had you in mind when I saw it. I don't it like there. those quotation marks when they absolutely don't need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the, the no is fine because they're saying, you know, no. uh, That actually is Answer, grammatically correct. Answer has no business having quotation yeah. marks. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're totally oh, right about that. That's, yeah. Oh, and we got a brand new segment here. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. This is something to kick off the season. We're going to do it in style. It is a Kentucky <laughs> beverage tasting. Uh -huh. What we have here is a late one. Or as some people say, ale ate one. Yeah. But the uh, original right, slang so, came okay. out. <laughs> there might be people listening like somewhere else that have no idea yes this, this, so this is a kind of a green bottle it's a is this a locally produced it in is what town is it locally produced no uh, one really knows exactly where we are it originated in winchester kentucky winchester kentucky yeah okay um, and they're still selling them yes okay but i've never like heard of it ever in my entire life <laughs> until like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So, now, JT oh, yeah, has yeah. had one. So oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's obviously a specialty kind of thing. You got to want, it's got an old-fashioned style to it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's still kind of in the bottle like you might remember from the 70s or 80s. Yeah. And you need a bottle cap to open it. Yeah, but it's got the bottle cap and all that. <laughs> no, I, do. Uh, I, I remember seeing these around when I was a kid, but you I do? Yeah, yeah, but I, I actually one. see them more now than I did then. I can't so, read convenience it. stores, things like, like that. So the one I I read is L eight one. L eight one. I yeah. don't see a late one. I mean, I know it's in there, but do people, is that what people say? It's like hmm. a little pun. Isn't it confusing like, for it, everyone? It's like if you had a personalized license plate that said skater and yeah. the eight was the was the eight <laughs> in the eighter. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, get, I, I, I get that, Brent. <laughs> I'm just saying, all I see is the word ale and then the number eight. So I would never go a late. And then there's a little one. Uh, yeah, the one is awfully small. Yeah. It's bigger. almost a subscript. I got a great idea. Hyphen. <laughs> oddly gonna, oddly enough, me. being familiar with this, I yeah. only knew it as L eight. I didn't even ever ah, see, I, I didn't even read a right late there. one. Yeah. I had <laughs> no like, idea. It's, it's just L eight. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. There's a little quote. Uh, it's fine. Quotation marks. A late one. I don't know. Was it that biggest saying back then? You know how Let's slang goes. I mean, slang comes and goes, right? Yeah. So it was probably slang for about five minutes. Right. They named they their named thing the after it. Right. You know, it'd be and like if you called your, you know, called your product the gnarly something, right? And like, right. Well, what's, what's gnarly? We're not giving up on this. <laughs> it's gnarly. Drink gnarly. Well, and it's 1926, so the, yeah. roar, the I'm thinking the Roaring Twenties, things like that. How yeah. hilarious yeah. back then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a, uh, sounds a like good howl. So we're gonna crack this thing open. Crack it open, and we're gonna right. see what it's we think. It's essentially a Mountain Dew, right? Is uh, it, or is it it's in that family. Oh, it's ginger ale, like. I mean, it's it's always been my it's, impression, it's a little ginger ale-ish. Okay, so. Sometimes the glass tops of these things will just come off and cut your thumb off. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, the thumb is intact. <laughs> All right, you do it. And I'll take Can my turn here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a little drink yeah, there. That's rude. You guys have had it. There I go. 
Oh, I see. The bottle opener is giving us some trouble. Is that it? Yeah. Did you have Thanks trouble for acting grabbing like a hold of it? Trouble. That makes me feel better. Because I did have trouble. No, no, I think it's... Uh, I just didn't want it to explode. But it's been I've, sitting here like an hour. I've been, been rotating mine around reading the label. I'm afraid it's gonna, going to explode when I open it. So. Um, All right. You might yep. actually use that sharp end, but don't puncture it. <laughs> is there any chance this is these dangerous. might be our sponsor? Um, well, if we quit insulting their label, <laughs> you might have a shot at it, it's Jason. It's confusing. It's, uh, sometimes I think it's Alex. It looks like Alex, <laughs> if you look at it real quick. He thought it was ALA. I didn't. Right. I right. never right. noticed the one. There's a one. I thought it was just yeah, a stray mark. Me, like, it's a late one. A late one. <laughs> it's a phrase. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, go for it, Brent. Have a late one. I like it. It's good. It is more it's, in the ginger ale yeah. side. Yeah, definitely. Or just ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> Add some vodka. We might nice. start playing craps right yeah. here on the floor. Yeah, it's, it's uh, triggering that more than yeah. anything else. It's not like good memories of ginger ale. But if there's no chance of them being a sponsor, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's quite good, actually. No, it's good. I love yeah. ginger ale. Very old. That's old-fashioned. Yeah, it is. And it was actually kind of like the new version. Their old version was called Roxacola. It was uh, it was actually Wait. named after the um, uh-huh. the inventor's wife. So he was George Lee Wainscott, and then his, so, na- his wife's name was Roxy. <laughs> yeah, Roxanne. Okay. And so it was Roxicola. Roxicola. And it was a kind of a That's competitor kind of so, to to Coca Cola there for a while. Yeah, you got to name it something else. Exactly, and then uh, Coca Cola got a little heavy handed. <laughs> what? So he, yeah, yeah, they said. That what they, did they do? Well, they put out this whole it's, list of imitators. Ah, and if ah. we look carefully on there, yeah. he made the list. Did everybody wow. back then wear like enormous That's spectacles? Long... <laughs> <laughs> look at that. You could not read that. It's a long list. <laughs> it's a very There's long like list. 300 words on here. <laughs> right. They, you know, okay, so they're putting out like, here's, here's another word that they call it. But it's Coca-Cola. Yeah, wow. yeah they're, I can't read they're saying that at all. these are all the imitators. Coke is the real thing. Yeah, and uh, they were they did some lawsuit kind of stuff too, and uh, kind of scared them off of the Roxa Cola, and then steered oh. more towards the ginger ale. Yeah, which no one wants. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I think it's good. I think yeah. we should um, tag them. Whenever this comes out, and yeah, say, yeah, listen to the end of it. <laughs> oh, yep. any, any conversation about it's going to help sell L8. Because right now, people are, or L81 or whatever, they're thinking, I'm going to get that the next time I go to the store. Yeah. You just thought that right now, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. You're, you're making it happen out there. <laughs> well, we have now turned to the Ooh. final page of this chapter. Uh, well, hold on. There's like some chocolate behind you there. Is uh, that for later? Yeah, that's ah, your, that's your treat, sorry. Jason. <laughs> if you make it through the entire episode, I'll you get you a treat. Some of that. <laughs> ah, okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, old Kentucky Tales oh, okay. never fails to return, except after we get sued by this company for making fun of their name. You can download even more episodes on iTunes or the NPR One app. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or rate us. That is uh, actually pretty good information. If you didn't like what you heard, (laughs) there is no way you're still here, so that's okay. 
Special thanks to WKMS, our producer Todd Birdsong, our guest J.T. Crawford. Paducah Life Magazine. Of Paducah Life Magazine. Run out and get a copy. Anything you need to plug real quick with Paducah Life? If you want to know more about Paducah history, we've always got some historical stories, so check it out. Check it out, Paducah Life. West Kentucky Community and Technical College, and the rest is history.